straight out of Leighton. You're listening to Nitwick Radio with your hosts, Logan, Aaron, Jake, and Cody. Hello and welcome to Nitwick Radio. This is uh, Season 3, Episode 10. We're doing Death Consciousness. We are finally in the double digits. Death Consciousness by, uh, what's the name? Have a Nice nice Life. life. Have a Nice Life. We have Jovan with us. Oh yeah, Topic of the Week is going to be... uh, Topic roulette. We're Topic not, roulette. We're not quite sure yet, but Dude, we're going to go off-roading. You know, with, with Jovan in the room, we're confident that we'll be taken care of. So what did you think of that, that, uh, that banging track, Jovan? Mate, I felt like I was in the club. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Jovan's brother, CJ, actually wrote that intro track, and it's uh, ooh, it's a banger. With, with Shadow Haze, that's the... That's the uh, Dang, son, where'd you, where'd find, you this? find that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Straight up, that, that is the very guy. That is him. So, yeah. hell yeah, yeah, man. We, we, you know, we we paid him x amount of dollars. <laughs> x amount That's of dollars. The Patreon money going to work right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah. Uh, but Jovan, what have you been up to? Uh, uh, to my knowledge, you since uh, well, actually, uh, Jake has a little audio clip of the the last time that we encountered Uh-oh. you in the wild. This is this Uh-oh. is the let's be clear. This is the last time we heard from you. This was this was uh, what was coming through on oh, wow. on our this end. This is almost so, a year ago. This was almost a year ago here, and here comes some playback. This is the last Uh-oh. time we talked to Joe Vaughn, literally. Yeah, like, I don't feel like I'm trying to inject very quickly. I need to interject quickly and say that the storm that we're experiencing right now is giving us some bad internet. Look at this. Just letting you know, if I drop out, because we're in the middle of a typhoon, okay? You're soaking wet, mate. Our house is flooding. Our house is flooding. That's the last time we heard from you. That was the last time we heard from you. Our house is flooding. <laughs> Our house is flooding. <laughs> yeah, I learned to swim that day. Um. <laughs> oh my Damn. God. I didn't realize what it sounded like on your end. Yeah, it, it sounded hilarious. It, it, dude, it was distressing <laughs> and hilarious. It sounded like you were uh, Noah and oh. God was coming for his reckoning. Dude, I felt so bad. I remember feeling so bad. Like I had to skip out on the podcast. Um, but hearing that, I'm like, you guys would have been cracking up. No, no, it was. <laughs> you're just like, it's flooding. It's flooding. <laughs> you're soaking wet, mate. You're soaking wet, mate. <laughs> No, that's a pretty good reason to duck out of the podcast. Like, yeah, yeah. So you learned to swim. Uh, what else yeah. has happened since that fateful day? Um, I got a job at a a COVID call center, so I'm like the COVID brainiac. Um, so wait, uh, COVID, is it real? Well, I cannot comment on that. (laughs) Especially while I'm on the clock. (laughs) Yeah, for those who are unaware, Jovan is currently at work. 
but still on the pod. <laughs> yeah. This is a man dedicated yeah. to Nitwick. He's a man at work right. in That's every right. sense of the That's word. Right. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you drop out of uh, film school? I hear that you didn't quite finish. Yeah, yeah. I, I because I was doing it in 2020, and that's when um, the COVID ship started rocking. And um, yeah, I just thought everything switched to online, and I just hated it, man. I was sitting in my room. I, we were all getting like really weird COVID paranoia. Um, like our shower, our, our supermarket showers are clearing out. Um, we couldn't get toilet paper. Mm. Uh, were, the army was driving around the neighborhoods. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, our police had guns. Literally, uh, it was just a strange time. And my, I wasn't really coping too well with the study as well, being from home. So I was like, I just had this epiphany. And honestly, it was a genius moment where I was like, I don't have to put myself through this. And so I left it. And I'm going to go back either... Either when it's not online anymore, um, or I'll I'll go to BYU. We'll oh wow. there you go. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah, I would. Yeah. I I just want to see a feature film from Jovan, dude. That'd be so ah, mate. Yo, that's mate, short. You'll film. see it. He made mm. you. Jovan made some short film like this dude sitting in a room with the TV or something. Oh yeah, that's yeah. like the edge of my memory, and I just saw it. But like <laughs> that was a very surreal, cool short film. I liked it a lot. Thank you. Thank you. I made that the day we got uh, an alarm, invasive alarm on our phone saying, level four lockdown, return to your homes, don't come out. And I was in the studio filming that when it happened, yeah. Did you stay in the studio or, or what happened? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was like, it was like um, you have to be at home by this time. And I was like, well, f- dang, like I need to go to the supermarket. So, um, <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, we'll spend half an hour more in the studio and then I'm going to have to call it quits. Um, but yeah, and it, it was funny too, cause I was trying to get everyone in, like, um, that was there on set and the actor into like the creepy mindset. So I was playing, um, <laughs> I think I was playing like Aphex twin. Nice. Yeah. Or maybe like Hex system. I was playing Hex system as well. Some of the, the dark stuff, um, and lawn. And anyway, then we all of our phones just start like screaming at us. And then, uh, we look at it and it's like, your prime minister says, return home, don't leave. And we're like all already kind of like tripping out on the, on the music and like all the lights are off. And I, I had to walk outside and just have a breath. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. I think the closest thing I got over the last like two years was, Hey man, you might have come in contact with someone that had COVID. Really? You tested? I don't know. It's up to you, man. I'm like, oh, dang. Yeah. And then I had COVID. Yeah. You did. How was that? It was probably the lamest two weeks of my life. I couldn't really? do anything. I just sat on the couch and like stared at the wall for two weeks and slept. You got a bed. Yo, I yeah, I yeah. I don't even know. I never lost my sense of smell or taste or anything. It just mm, mm. my brain was in a haze. For two, oh, weeks. okay. I, I just I slept like eighteen hours a day. It, it wasn't very fun. Yeah, bro. I oh, I got COVID freaking twice. Really? I got it twice, <laughs> and uh, oh my gosh, it actually wiped me out. Like, yeah. Um, it wasn't even like it wasn't even like uh, I didn't lose my smell or taste or anything, but it just drained yeah. my energy for weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I just felt yeah. shot for weeks. 
yeah. super annoying. You Same know? with me, man. Yeah. Ugh. Are yeah. you? Are you, actually? Are you fully out of the woods? Are you all back to normal now, or are you still in the? Middle oh, of back it? to normal. Yeah, I think I got COVID last month. Uh, yeah, it was last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I had like three days where it was kind of bad with the body aches and stuff, but then everything was totally fine after that. Bit of a cough, but honestly, the energy, eh? Like I was so lethargic for. I've only just come right recently in terms of energy levels. Yeah. Nice. That's good. Yeah. No, no, no. Your story, though, with the phone, it kind of reminded me, actually, just today, me and Jake were up in the mountains. And we... we, we that Amber uh, Alert? We, oh, yeah. 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 It yeah. scared me so bad. Yeah, well, we come down from the mountains, okay? We just had been up in... Um, God's great creation for oh, it was for three weeks three three hours three hours we, same thing we, three weeks three hours I felt you know we were we were experiencing things anyway we we come down from the mountain and uh, right when we were hitting our car um, Jake goes ah oh, yes back to civilization and right when he said that an amber alert went off right when I said it it's like, straight up like directly it's like SLCPD looking for I was like, child kidnapping I was like oh, yes. wait what so. Uh, do y'all, I don't know if y'all have Amber Alerts in New Zealand. We, I've never heard of it. So basically if a child gets kidnapped, mm. um, they at everyone, the, the oh, government wow. at everyone. <laughs> what a way to put it. <laughs> they basically, they, they send a message to everybody's phones and it makes this obnoxious screech. That's just like, <clears throat> and, uh, it says like a description of like the car they were driving or whatever. Yeah. So that was our back to civilization moment. Yeah. I'm going back to that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let's, let's flip around and let's go back up there. (laughs) No, but it's, it's really, really good to have you back. Jovan. I'm glad that the storm didn't, the storm didn't take you, you know, listener, (laughs) listeners were worried. (laughs) Listeners were worried, but we better, let's get into the album. Yeah. Rager. It's a rager. That's a true banger, dude. It's a rage right there. That's uh that little animation was drawn by Lauren's sister. Yeah. Nice little graphic there. So uh Jovan is on the album. Uh you mind giving us a brief intro and then we'll uh get into it? Yeah. Um did you just fill your drink? Yeah, well I didn't spill this empty. But yes, I Good on you. theoretically I would have, yes. <laughs> so um Death Consciousness is by Have a Nice Life. Um and it's it's about eighty six minutes long, I believe. Um it's very dark but very cathartic. And um it's it's all about it covers a lot of different topics. That I'm sure we'll talk about, but it's kind of about the, you know, the process of dying, um, and the concept of death and, um, yeah, it's, it, it was when it first came out, it, it almost didn't get any attention at all. But over the, over the years, it started getting a lot of popularity on specifically 4chan on their music board. Um, and yeah and then um now like people and at the time when it was getting the traction people would were starting to appreciate certain aspects of it and how it like uh, fused different genres together um and and also lots of the tracks on there have different feels to them and different genres to them 
um, people think it's it's a work of art now. They they think it's genius. Um, it's widely recognized as like a a crazy good album. Quote that. And um, oh wow, what, who is that quote from? <laughs> uh, that's me. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I was wondering. Himself? I was like, oh, crazy good album. He said. He said people say that, in quotes, crazy good album. <laughs> people, Jovan and Cody. I also. Yeah. Say. You can, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's death consciousness. Yeah. So so tell us, um, how did you encounter this thing? Uh, it's my friend Max. He told. Uh, he showed me one song, uh, Blood Hail. Um. And then I was like, yeah, that's a dope song. And then I went and listened to the album and I was like, this is not what I expected at all. Oh. Um, and then I kept listening to it and I was like, dang, I don't know why, but I just really like it. I, I, I have to say, actually, I think I just saw on your social too. Are you, did you do a, a guitar performance again recently? Uh, yeah. Last night. There we went go. To a, yeah. Th- uh, did a little thingy thing. Just open mic. My friend was playing, and then he asked me to come to a couple songs with him. Nice. Dude, yeah. yeah. I was seeing that. Joe Vaughn behind a, an acoustic guitar. It's, it's a vibe, dude. It's yeah. I, I once saw him do a live stream of him just opening a beer bottle for no apparent reason. <laughs> you don't need a reason to open a beer bottle. Just do it. <laughs> but but doing it live. Yeah. It's a whole different That animal. used to be a thing on my Twitch. Like, you could redeem channel points for me to crack open a beer on stream. <laughs> I took it away because people started abusing it real fast. <laughs> like, I, I don't have enough time to drink that much, man. It's like a Tuesday. Yeah, no, uh, no, that's actually a really good uh, introduction. I think you saying it's about death and also cathartic. I, I think mm. that's a very good way of putting it because it, it does definitely embody those types of emotions. Um, and also what you just briefly made mention of with the, the genre fusing, um, mm. it's, it's got a very distinct snare drum, doesn't it? This album. Uh, yo, you would beat me <laughs> to it, dog. Dang it. I knew I was someone was going to bring it up. To- <laughs> oh, <laughs> the snare drum. Let's talk about it. Yeah. That. Um, how do we feel? Does that snare drum work? <laughs> This is a question I I'm asking sincerely. Can't recall it, so I you can't. Yes, no, there, there's, it's, it's a. It sounds like this. It sounds like this. Yeah, it, it, oh. it's kind of a. I've definitely heard worse. Then it's a bordering uh, industrial like. Oh, that's fine. Snare. Yeah, no, it's not out of place completely, but it definitely catches your attention. I felt like because like the other thing is a lot of these songs are very long. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're talking like seven, eight minutes. It's an old. 11 song album that's 86 minutes long yep. <laughs> which means the tracks are averaging like eight minutes seven minutes yeah so, so for me in the bottom uh two-thirds i i feel like that snare is is a little omnipresent it, it, it's a around the first when it first comes in i really am in yeah but then it, it maybe lingered for me just a little bit too long but that's like the only real criticism I have outside of that snare drum, I really like the album. I really like the opening track. I really like the closing track the, as well. The opening track, so the opening track is definitely my favorite track. Like without question. What is it called? Like before that the worm crawling, uh, before the worm, a quick one before the eternal worm devours, devours Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. Which you've lived in yeah. Connecticut. Wait, yeah. I have lived in Connecticut and oh. dang it. Delta. I'm not going to dox you, man, but somebody here, I met in Connecticut 
and I think mm-hmm. he just yeah. got off. But it's like fifteen people in Connecticut. I mean, it's, yeah, there's like fifteen. It's less than a ten percent Sixteen people in Connecticut. Fifteen people there. One of them's in chat. Right. <laughs> it's a pretty um, good representation. Okay, but let me just say, choosing Connecticut for that. Hopefully, this whoever wrote this is from Connecticut because this yes. definitely fits. I like. They are from Connecticut. They are okay. Let's go. Yes. I yeah. that actually makes a lot Isn't of sense. Isn't Connecticut, Connecticut like very wealthy? Dude, it's, I mean, just like uh, New York City, it is like, it's both ends of the extreme. Like, you have the most rich zip codes, basically, and then you have these zip codes that are just dirt poor. Wow. And, uh, you know, it's it's got the East Coast vibes, which means quite a bit of fog, quite a bit of rain, uh, pretty dreary, but also beautiful, so... Kind of fits. Can I can I say this is a, a a kind of a good segue going off of the snare drum and the uh, the talks on on wealth there. They made this on a setup that altogether costs less than a thousand bucks, and apparently the snare drum comes from like a yard sale keyboard that they picked up. Oh, bro. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. kind of... Does that change anything it, for you guys? Actually, that kind of... I like that. Yeah, I actually like that. That actually too. does actually make it feel a lot better to me. And because that, that's usually true when you find things out about albums, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> but, like, um, <laughs> honestly, it in the same vein of, like, St. Anger, like, <laughs> it was kind of like I couldn't stop hearing the snare drum like i was like okay um i don't know if aaron said this i think he did but we actually did this album on the show like maybe two or three years ago and did you? i didn't even, yeah well, i didn't even think ah, of the snare sorry, drum. guys oh no no no, no. it's good actually it's good. revisiting an album this many years later i definitely heard things in it and thought about this album very differently yeah no i was excited to revisit it honestly and it's just funny because the first time i listened i didn't even notice the snare drum i didn't even notice it Mm. and this time i was like interesting that's uh that's kind of standing out here but no i think that that overall this album is very good it's Mm. it's very much uh it kind of um it kind of affects your mood when you're listening. Mm. Um, good ways and bad ways for me. It's it's kind of like specifically that first song. That first song, that crawling like I cannot get that out of my head, and that instantly like just puts this ah, what's the word? I wanted to say like spell over me, but it's just like this mm. feeling that I'm like what. I, I don't know how to describe it, but that, that little chord crawl, it gets to me, dude. I love it. Yeah. I love it, but it is very potent. And a lot of this album um, uh, was made from more or less from other songs. So, for example, can, can, I, swear? can I swear on here? I can't. Eh? As long as it's probably not the big boys, yeah, I think you're good. Okay, so that one song, "Holy Effing yeah. Shit," forty thousand. Yes, yes. That song is uh, one of them was playing a uh, an acoustic song, and the other guy was like, oh, "I like that. Let's like basically let's destroy that song." Um, and they took that the, those chords and stuff like that, and they like morphed it and warped it and made it dark and droney. Um, and at the end of the song, you can hear those, the acoustic coming back in, 
And a lot of the songs on the album were made through that process, you know, of um, some of the songs are working with another artist who's, I can't remember. Um, and they took some things that he had come up with and they just basically, you know, yeah, just destroyed it and just made it um, just dark when it was supposed to be the complete opposite, you know? I See, and dang, I'm sad that Lauren isn't here because that's like Lauren's thing. Like <laughs> taking something and morphing it into something else, especially when you like change its its target, like its tone or its meaning. Uh, I think it's really interesting, and I think that that's very cool. Like, um, I like the more you learn about this album, the cooler it gets. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's the whole concept of like the vaporwave idea of like taking existing things, chopping them up, repurposing them, chopping them and screwing them. Yeah, chopped and it's screwed. The DJ screw of shooting. DJ screw. I wanted to hear. I wanted to because, like, actually, last night we all went to a A class cinema movie. We went to Ambulance. Oh, nice. Featuring Jake Gyllenhaal. There was so Woo-hoo. many drugs consumed during the making of that movie. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I wish they had done more though. <laughs> Is that documented? No, I just I'm guessing <laughs> on that one entirely. But he feels like his whole thing in that movie felt like al pacino and heat and that is very well documented how much uh white powder he was doing on the, the, the set of that movie Wait, white powder what do you mean by that let's go i yeah um um no but we okay the reason i bring up the movie is after the movie uh cody made a remark he's like oh death consciousness huh joe von joe von's having some hard times <laughs> Yeah, Cody Cody literally said right when we walked out the theater, he's like, oh, I'm going to be depressed tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of want to hear how it went down. I love yeah. this album. And I have, first time I heard it, I was in high school. Well, I guess we were in high school. But I'm, I'm going to fly my red flag high here. I used to be a very active member of Slash Moo. And, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. For the uneducated, a.k.a. me, what is Slash Moo? It is a 4chan board for music. Okay. Why Moo? It's just what it is. It's forward slash M-U forward slash. Okay. Oh, for music. Music. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Um, I was thinking literally cow Moo. M-O-O. I was like, what the frick? That might have been better. But uh, (laughs) I I first heard it through that. So this was probably like 10 years ago. And it was also a very popular album on Tumblr at that point, which I'm going to fly a different red flag and say I was a very active Tumblr user. Which I still ago. just think is hilarious. I, I Someone still... had to run that Oasis fan blog, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I love this album. And today was the first time in probably like eight years that I've listened to it. Dang. And it's mm. still so good. It's like the first song is great, but it's when that bass line hits and yes, hail. I was like, that bass yep. line, dude. So I was saying, like, I was half asleep. I was like drinking my coffee at like 8 30 this morning. And I was like, I forgot about that that or like waiting for <laughs> black metal records to come in the mail come or whatever mail. it's called yeah. is so good and i was like i can vibe with that i've been there before and like i don't know while i was listening to it though i spent a lot of it thinking about a different album that's not one and one the same but definitely a similar vibe and that's the devil and god are raging inside me by brand new mm-hmm. there is a lot oh. of sonic crossover yeah. oh absolutely like this is way more atmospheric but i mean the songs were brand new is kind of doing that spacey kind of right shoegaze in a light term i'm using it very yeah very loosely yeah, you know, no, I, but I, yeah 
it's, there's a lot of crossover there, and I think that's why those two albums they kind of exist in the same part of my brain. I actually, and I love them both. I so. totally understand that parallel, and I will still say I still think that is arguably one of my favorite album arts of all time. Oh, it's great! The Devil and God are raging. Like, oh, that album art is unbelievable. Uh, and, and I'll be honest, that's one of my actual favorite albums. I know that you can't, whatever. No, do I don't it, care what Jesse Lacey did. Do Brand you, new is like one of my favorite bands. Yeah, like, no, the, that album's great. Have, you, have you ever heard that, Jovan, actually? The Devil and... I don't think so, man. Oh. I don't think so. All right. So, There's some kind of controversy with it. Yeah, oh, yeah. The vocalist just has some uh, allegations. We'll leave it at that. But came okay. way later in life. Yeah, that album. Yeah, but the album is "The right. Devil and God Are Raging Inside Me," and uh, just to echo Cody's point, there's like some like like he's saying some sonic crossover. It, it's going to be a different experience. Right. I mean, don't expect it to be the and same. By Sonic, but, he means Sonic Two. He means Sonic the, yes, Hedgehog, the Hedgehog crossover. <laughs> yeah. By the yes. way, <laughs> shouts out to Sonic Two. I hope that's uh, Jim if, Carrey's if, last if movie. If that is Jim Carrey's last movie, like. <laughs> What a note to bow out on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Eggman is the pinnacle. From like, okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. I have to interject here because we hit Jim Carrey naturally. Okay, I, I have to interject. And I was literally planning to say this before you know what the he show said started. About, you know what he said about Will Smith smacking Chris Rock? <laughs> bro, you know what he said? don't derail me, bro. This is important. The first song on this album is... Almost, it, it reminds me so strongly of this one song that's on the movie Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind with mm. Jim Carrey. Literally, that that chord crawl that I was talking about earlier with that... Dun, 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 if you go watch that movie, there is a song in there that recurs. And every time I hear it, it does the same thing to me. It's just like, oh, bro. like They sound almost the exact same. The guy who did the soundtrack to that is the guy who did... He did the, that first, last new Mac Miller album. What? Circles? Yeah. Uh, that was a very confusing... Hang on hang on a minute. Made. After guy, Mac Miller died, there's been two releases. The yeah. first one to come out was by Also him. a grave robbing him. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. first grave robbery was Circles. Yeah. And, and the did, guy that did Circles did the music for Eternal Sunshine? Yeah. Yep. Whoa. Bruh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jovan... I, I, I want to hear I want to hear you talk to us a little bit about the lyrical content here and, and, uh, and I was hoping you'd say yeah um well um every song has a bit of a story um like blood hail is about someone trying to kill God um and then you what have a what a pursuit yeah i, I know just both the new doom games i killed a lot of like gods of the underworld <laughs> yeah, jovan have you ever tried to kill have you ever tried to kill god i no i would never all right okay he would never but he does like blood hail <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's you it's, know second hand it's a good song that's that's second hand bro doesn't count um i like okay like the lyrics I like, I feel the top of the roof come off, kill everybody there, and I'm watching all the stars burn out, trying to pretend that I care. Um, and our clothes, later on, uh, our, and our clothes are all too often ripped, and our teeth are all too often gnashed, but it lasts as long as it possibly can. Um, face is sweaty, arms and legs, what a glorious set of stairs we make. Um, so yeah, it's like about 
trying to kill the gods, uh, ambiguous gods, um, on a staircase. And it goes, we kill everyone with arrowheads, all that. I personally, I really like it. I think like there's a lot of repetition in these songs with the lyrics. Um, and I just love it so much because it just sets a, a sets a tone, man. You know, but if you want to read into it, you can you can pull out a, a whole bunch of feelings, you know, a whole bunch of emotions from it. Yeah. There's another song um, that talks about someone wanting to commit suicide in like an ice bath or something. Is that is that what's happening in the cover art? It, it looks like yeah. somebody at a desk. To it, me. It, no, it looks like he's bleeding. It looks like a suicide to me. Oh, oh no, he, it's suicide for sure. But it doesn't look like it's the bath one. Like in a bath. Um, he's he's sitting inside something by the looks of it, but it's almost got like bed sheets or something on it, eh? But it's got um, like a suicide note, is the way I interpret it. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. For sure I, suicide. I think he's killing himself. Um, actually, oh, that's interesting. I've never seen this. There's a um, a bigger f- picture of it, and it's yeah, someone in bed. I think. I'm looking at it right now. I don't too. know. It's it's. I don't know. Maybe it's a bad. I think it's interpretive, you know, like I like not meant to be literal. Like maybe he's in bed and sinking down into the mattress, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's another song that talks about someone like um, trying to build a time machine to go back in time to save a loved one that died. So that could be a reference to that to the song that is about suicide. Um, there's a part two, and I think it's Hunters, right? Oh, Hunter, uh, which is like the part two to Blood Hail. Um, let's have a look at this. This consciousness. Yeah. And it's talking about, uh, let's see. Yeah, wearing skin is armor, eat, eat flesh and bones. Yeah. It's, so it's God talking to the hunter from Blood Hail. I see. I don't know. It's very moody. Lots of mood stuff going on in the lyrics. Inner, um, inner, and a lot of... Inner, it's got it's got uh, lots of cross crossover back and forth. And, and then like, yeah. and the, the way that it's sung, the presentation and everything, obviously very much communicates its mood. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I, honestly, like the voices, even though they are distinguishable words, it's very textural like vocals a lot of the time for me at least it was just kind of like i kind of have to actively pay attention to you to understand what you're saying because the vocals just blend in so well you know yeah yeah definitely i I love that um definitely a bit yeah um so here's the real question what are you doing when you listen to this album? Are you uh, just doing for a night drive or uh, you contemplating life itself? Bro, I'm sitting in an ice bath. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. That, that's um, kind of the thing. Is It's like, I can listen to this while I'm coding, you know, working that nine to five. Um, and I do listen to, well, not quite this dark too often, right? But like, it, it kind of feels like an album that I would want to be listening to, like, on a night drive when I'm feeling kind of contemplative, but I don't want to actually think I just want an external energy to just kind of impose. I've got to ask, like with how dark this thing is, like what was the intention? Like how did he expect people to listen to it? Like, what do you, what do you think? Like the ideal, the ideal listening conditions are himself hanging out, listening to his own record. 
themselves. I guess it's two people. Yeah, just yeah. playing a little ping pong, you know? Just playing a little ping no, pong. No, but like literally though, like just sitting in a room, Probably. listening to it. I definitely think it I, is kind of that. Because it, it doesn't. It's a good headphone on record player. Listen. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think okay. they probably didn't expect okay. anyone to listen to it. Um, and because I know that they were going through a lot of stuff while they were. It was like the the work of. It's, it's like five years of work put into the album. Dang. Um, and during that time, they were going through loads of stuff. Um, one of the one of the dudes um, dad died during that time they were putting out a lot of feelings I don't think they were even thinking about how it was going to be received and it just turned into this thing um, dang that, you know. that, that, that's such an interesting and always is a compelling concept to me that like like the fact that if you create while you're feeling much of anything mm. it, it's not like it's not like when you create stuff that you're always I mean you probably relate to this with the, the film stuff but it's like you can kind of place yourself in a in a way to be uh mirroring a certain emotion or whatever but you kind of can't is fully escape what you're personally feeling when you're creating totally and so totally everything's personal yeah mm-hmm. so so i so what comes out is probably largely just an expression of whatever they were going through and clearly it's something it clearly it's something <laughs> yeah i and 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 one of them, he was working a job at the time as well. He had to get up at 4.30 in the morning. Or he had to be at work at 4.30 in the morning. I think it was that. So it was like <laughs> fully dark, you know, it, basically pitch black. And he was he was sitting at a desk by himself. No one else was at work. And he was staring at a, uh, a wall made of glass, you know. So he was just staring outside in the dark, 4.30 in the morning. And he would just write, you know. As he'd be feeling things, his dad died, you know. He's staring outside, inside, you know. Yeah, so this kind of returns. This is a re- last time we kind of got talking about this. I I encouraged um, the listeners to be a little bit rude to their uh, DoorDash uh, employees, <laughs> just to encourage them to make better art. Do you do you do you generally agree or disagree with the sentiment of you know being unkind just to encourage better art output from from our contemporaries? Um. What Dude, a loaded question. Punch me in the face, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> anyway, yeah, it no. It de- definitely helps. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I've got to I've got to ask. Mm. What do you guys think of the title? Do you think that the title works? Yeah. For you or does it not? I don't usually connect titles of albums with like the vibe it's going for. Mm. But if I had to make a connection, I'd say, yeah, it fits. It's a very conscious of death record. Mm. So I suppose it's a good title. Yeah. Do you think, cause like this isn't a real word, right? No, nah, I don't think so. It's something that's probably they... some weird philosophical word, if anything. Yeah, maybe so. But I was just curious, like making up a, pseudo word if it is i guess it might not be but i don't know it it seems kind of like i don't know it's just for me the only the reason i ask is because it just seems a little and i say this as respectfully as i can but it's a little corny for me almost like death consciousness sounds a little like i don't know it's just like I, i agree with you the consciousness of death absolutely but when you actually put it together into one word i don't know yeah but i mean i think obviously it's it it's coming from a place 
even if you don't know much about it, listening to it, it's pretty easy to pick up that it's like saying like consciousness, you know, it's like your, your ability to perceive mm-hmm. being exclusively through the lens of death. Right. Right. No. I, I, like, I, 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 I'm it, saying, it, I understand, I understand what it like semantically means. Right, right, right. But, and, and I think it fits, but I'm just saying making up the word death consciousness as one word. Yeah. Kind of feels a little weird to me, but yeah, I don't know. I really like it. I like it. It's, it, it's, I totally get what you're saying too. Um, I don't think I realized it till now when you brought it up, but it, it kind of feels juvenile. Like, like some people, like some teenagers got together and like made something up that was edgy. Exactly. You know, put a word together. You yeah, just yeah. said it exactly. I totally get it. Yeah. Um, and you know what though? Like the whole thing is essentially a lo-fi album and it was so low budget. A couple of people that, that were not well known and, I think it just adds to it, you know, it reinforces that this is like not a studio album, you know, like this is like a little bit cringe if you want to see it that way. But I think the title like says it all. And like Cody said, like, um, it's, it's like being conscious of the concept of death and like all that impending doom that comes with it. And then like also like your consciousness dying, you know, and slipping away from you. I think it just fits perfectly. Um, and that's why it's so niche as well, because it could be a bit cringe, you know? You can't sit there and, like, rip this out with your friends. You definitely got to listen alone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> little Augs chord. I, I'm, not put, I'm not putting this on at the function. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all, welcome to my party. Hey, yeah, we're going to listen to Death Consciousness by Have a Nice Life. Grab a beer. Pull up. We're going to hang out and have a time. <laughs> pull up. No, definitely, though. It's a good album. It's a good one to take a look at. And, and it... And it yeah, uh, sub one million monthly listeners, which is a little surprising to me. Usually, when some, I'm sure, I'm sure this thing had its kind of blip, but it's it's still holding on mm-hmm. to some mm-hmm. listeners. But like, yeah, um, it's one that's worthy. Like again, returning to it was a good time. It was. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad we returned to it. So, and it is the first time we've done an album twice on the show, which was kind of fun. Yeah, there you go. I've only done it once. I don't know what you're talking about. Fair, fair play. <laughs> but but uh, let's let's see what else this show has uh, for us today. Does it mute us during this part? No, it does not. We just oh, keep on okay. talking. We just, you know, usually... That's cool. Usually there's some business that's taking place. Cody's cat ears can't get over You them. know, like like, <laughs> like the fact that we don't have a topic of the week. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, so here's Facebook what, is topic roulette. Here's what we usually try to do. All right, usually we all pull up to the season with a topic, and we just take, you know, one topic per week that one of us came up with. And then on on guest episodes, we try to, you know, ask fans of the show, which is like four people, like, <laughs> hey, four people, what's up, yo? Do you guys have anything you want us to talk about? So totally spaced it, asked them too late, and we don't have anything. Huh. I just showed all of the cards in my hand. So now that the <laughs> now that you can see all the cards, what we're gonna try to do? Well, now, we are the, we're the internet's laziest music nerds. We, <laughs> we always have been. <laughs> We've so, never been shy about telling no. people that easy. <laughs> so what we're gonna try to do here is we are gonna do topic roulette, which basically means, what's on your guys's mind? Well, okay, I was kind of thinking just like actually hearing Jovan explain his concept of cringe, and, and like, <laughs> you know, we we have an inter international fellow on the show right now we're, yes. we're, we're on we're on the line with uh one of our all-time favorite kiwis oh yeah and uh, i guess 
something that I'm curious about is it's like your perception of like, okay, local to where you live. Mm. Um, I guess it's, it's ultimately individual. And I think with the internet, a lot of things have kind of shrunk, but like, I guess what's the music scene like where you're at? Like what, what is, mm. what goes hard? What are younger people interested in? What's cringe? What's based? <laughs> Honestly, uh, so I live in Hamilton. If you guys don't know about Hamilton, New Zealand, it's the worst place in New Zealand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think, I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Um, so <laughs> it's like, it's dreary. We live on a, like the whole city's built around a river. So every it's, it's humid all the time when it's hot and when it's cold all of our buildings um they're bland and copy pasted and like our biggest building's not very big it's it's yeah it anyway so <laughs> there's <laughs> there's i was just getting a little bit too heated in that no. um no um so there's like this kind of attitude citywide that that no one should really stand out um and that people that do stand out, that's cringe. You know, it's like if you were to like, for example, our clothing in Hamilton is, is very like narrow for what you can get away with wearing. Um, if you wore something that was too bright or too. So like your, your Dahmer's, your Dahmer glasses don't go over so well at the function. No, no, <laughs> no, they're, they're fine. They're fine. But it's like, you know, if you, if you were to wear like some, uh, some Jordans with like some nice sweatpants and it, you know, you'd, you'd stand out and people would be like, well, this guy, you know? Um, so when it comes to music, there's like this, this shame that like, if you try too hard that, you're cringe, you know, because it's like, what are you trying to be like? You're nothing, you know? Um, but in saying that being in the, like being in the music scene, at least somewhat, um, we, we host gigs a lot. We've had like three or four gigs at my, my old place. I used to be staying at, um, we're, we're frequent, we frequent the, the bar that has open mic all the time. Uh, we go to a lot of gigs, um, people in that music scene are aware of that attitude of just like, you know, don't stand out, you know, that it pretty much anything goes like literally anything at all goes. We have this, um, I don't think you'll ever see it. So it'd be fine. There's this one guy that, um, he's, a. He's, I shouldn't, I really like him, but he's, um, sometimes people like to like rap as well oh nice nice yeah 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 but it's, um for myself hearing the kiwi accent in a rap is it, it's just disgusting <laughs> <laughs> oh i wish lauren was here i know <laughs> lauren okay so lauren went on record saying british rap. all british rap sounds goofy and we pissed <laughs> off some british people we pissed it yeah. it pissed off some british okay. people on Reddit. We had Reddit moments. And they, like, they, like, they like tore into Lauren. Like, I actually wrote a blog post. They post. wrote a blog Literally, post. I actually wrote a blog post, which was great. But anyway. You know what? You know, I, I kind of grouped it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't I, equate. I don't want to equate British to, uh, to you know your your dialect there, but it like, is different. I, I, my dialect, yeah, <laughs> accent. 
What do we say? Dialect <laughs> accent? Accent, You right? speak another language, like, man. You speak so another yeah, language. Okay, we can just make up words. <laughs> That's I like how international politics work. <laughs> Let's say this. Let's say this. Jovan's accent is closer to British than ours. Is that true? I think yeah. that's totally true. I'd say that's true. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, like, but and, and if he thinks British rap sounds goofy, but you know what? You know what? <laughs> you know what I gotta say to, you, to your homie out there that's uh, living that dream and throwing bars at the local, <laughs> at the <laughs> local open mic night is, you know, I, I'm totally behind stuff like that. I personally am at a point with, for myself where, like. I don't know cringe stuff. As long as it's not done to be cringe, if somebody is yeah. just organically cringe, I'm behind them. Yeah. So yeah. okay, but I think wait, if you're but, trying to be cringe, that's cringe. Yeah, but Big we time. we gotta we gotta back up because what were you about to say about this dude? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just it sounds it's it's uncomfortable sometimes for me to listen to because it's so different, you know. Uh. But like he's he's really good at like writing his lyrics out and everything. He and he. He's dedicated to making it Hamilton rap. It's not New Zealand rap. It's Hamilton rap. You know? oh, so wow, he raps about bro. local things. And there's not many people here, you know? Um, I don't know how many. It's somewhere between 150 to, I don't know. Let's say average around 250,000 people in the in the in our city. So it's, it's not, it's not super big. big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he he <laughs> raps about the local Lake. supermarket. Uh, yeah. He raps about the local supermarket. He raps about this one street in town. Um, he raps about Burger King, which yeah, you if you were Burger in Burger King, that rules. <laughs> yeah. that rules. I mean, it, it, you know, the, the joke there is that, um, in our, in our time, we went to high school together and uh, people were called BK kids. Cause after school, they would just go sit at BK outside for hours and hours and hours. And Whoa. they were all like emo goth kids and that would cause trouble and chain smoke cigarettes. That's um, freaking and, sick. Yeah. I probably would have yeah. about those kids. Being a BK kid. Yeah. Oh. BK kid. Yeah. And it was a big thing. Like, um, I think public figures had even commented on it and specifically called them BK kids, you know? Wow. Um, which is, odd to hear from people here but um hilarious no he's he's cool it's just very odd um some people might say it's cringe but everyone everyone loves it he's played at every one of our gigs um and everyone gets up for him you know the thing the thing for me is it sounds like there's actually opportunity for you to at least in your community feel like you you're well known and belong which is something, I mean, even here, like, I don't know, the, the Utah music scene, you know, we, we got the greats. We got Imagine Dragons. We got, uh, we got, uh, okay. used is from here. Hang on though. Hang on. They're though. actually pretty good. At least me, a couple albums. No, okay. I want to, yeah, modern baseball. I, I want to, <laughs> no, 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 let me, let, okay. No, 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 no. I want to say, I want to say like here, I feel like, um, you exist to appeal to a bigger. Um, ho- you're hoping to appeal to a bigger machine than than just right. end up right where you're at here, and so um, people don't really embrace the local music scene or value it as a local music mach- uh, lo- as a local music scene. Okay, at least in my to, experience, we I, need to define what we mean here by local music scene because are we are we talking about artists that come out of utah or are we talking about the concert yeah. culture i'm saying so because like, there's a lot of good you, artists you, you go to you, you go to university you go to university and you have friends that want to be in bands cody has had more friends in bands than me 
And it's like, where do they go? How do they mm. feel about right here? I do know the hardcore scene actually is pretty successful here. Yeah. Or, or at least was. Yeah, I don't know how it is are. now. Mm. Yeah, because Cody, like, Cody was booking hardcore shows for a while. Cody, mm. has, he, he's, he's that guy that goes to shows. There's like five guys. Just like doing a mosh pit where they're basically just trying to knock each other out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That video you posted to the Discord was so sick, dude. Did you see the kid Dark Souls rolling around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my buddy Kyle. It's, it's so like, it's like literally there's like 20 people in a garage and they're just going hard. Eh, sometimes. I, I'd say like 20, 30 people is like a weekday show. You'll usually get that. I think hardcore is kind of a different beast when it comes to local music scenes because people will shame you out of the scene if you don't support it. Or at least mm-hmm. like be upset they're like no just support the scene because if you don't have like hardcore is a very singular thing there's nowhere else to go if you're in salt lake or anywhere and you need a hardcore show to happen you have to be in with the hardcore scene yeah point blank like yeah you don't have another option there's only one Mm -hmm. and so i i think it just depends on what genre of music you're in because i think hardcore scenes in general are much more willing to work with and be part of a local scene you know, that makes that makes sense because that, that answers to what I was saying because like they're identifying but that's I guess what I mean by local scene is it's like they identify as they're like I am the hardcore band in Salt Lake I am the biggest uh-huh. one but uh-huh. like a lot of people feel like they they're, they're trying to get somewhere else instead of just being like no I want to be part Here. of the Ogden city music scene you know yeah. what I'm saying and in Hamilton from what you're describing it kind of sounds mm-hmm. like I don't know. Maybe they want to get out, but it, it sounds like there's more opportunity, at least, for them to be identified as part of like an actual musician in a city. Bro, I, I well, wanna, sorry, go for it. I, I was just gonna say, I want to know what the Hamilton hardcore scene looks like, <laughs> if it exists. Uh, I don't. If it exists, I don't know. You know, huh. I don't think and I've ever met anybody from New Zealand that's involved in hardcore. Australia, yes, but I don't think anybody from New Zealand. Huh. Yeah, I think. Um, when I say music scene in Hamilton, like, you have to understand there is no music scene in Hamilton. Like, <laughs> 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 so we, we, as far as we're aware, like, there's, there's our bands, I say our bands, like, the people I know and their bands, um, and then there's, like, one or two other bands in Hamilton that do gigs, um, and they may be, like, a bit bigger but no one thinks about like who's the biggest hamilton musician or band or no one thinks about like getting out or anything it's it's just like who wants to put on a night where everyone listens to some music and has some fun and these are the bands that reoccur you know yeah um and like like i said like there may be more gigs going on around town but like the word doesn't travel um there's no music scene there's we've got one bar in town that hosts open mic and a lot of local bands go there um but that's about it and no one really goes to that bar because i don't know you know yeah because like no one kids kids show up and then they rap (laughs) kids show up and they rap about (laughs) no 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 no, no, he, hey, he's the man. He's, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's like, no one in Hamilton, no one has any motivation to do anything. No one can be bothered. You'll be like, oh, you know, a, a gig? That sounds fun. And then, like, everyone will just go over to somebody's house and drink instead. 
So, like, (laughs) as long as you do it, you know, as long as you play a song or have a night where people play music, like, you're you're it, you know? It's like, cool. But no one's, like, cool. That kind of, it kind of sounds fun to me, but um, I can also see points of frustration if you're, I guess, being super serious about it. Or if you're trying to... This might be geographically ignorant to ask, but, like, how far (laughs) are you from, like, Christchurch or Auckland? So Auckland is like an hour and a half north, and then Christchurch is uh, like a three-hour flight south on another on the South Island. Not that's not on my island. Okay. Um, yeah. So and my dad lives there. Um, he lives yeah. in Christchurch. Yeah. Oh, that's just my two points of reference with like New Zealand, and yeah, obviously yeah. I didn't even know where they were on the map. I just know the names of the cities, but I feel like whenever I see like touring bands for example like probably mm. more international than local because I, mm. I think we're very privileged for lack of a better word in the states because there's a a ton of bands from here but b it's super mm. easy to travel from what is technically country to country like all the states are connected except for two but like as far as touring acts coming through to new zealand like is that a thing at all um when it is a thing it's very special it is a thing, um, but it's like, yeah, it's few and far between. Um, who do we have? Oh my god, when was Post Malone? Ages ago? Has he been since? No, not, not since COVID. Oh man, ah, he yes. lives like an hour away from us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah really. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's really? so weird. we don't think about that. Like, these major acts are so close to us, but yeah, no. Post Malone lives in Utah. Yep. And so, wow. Like, it, I don't know. It's just weird to think about that. Or like all the major cities we're close to, like San Francisco, yeah. LA, mm-hmm. both 10 hours away. Still like, being able to get Post Malone though. That's, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Uh, we had the weekend as well years ago, nice. years and years and years ago, you know, um, since COVID pretty much no one. And it's also pretty normal for like, for tours to cancel on us, you know? Mm. So yeah, just like, we're so out of the way. We're so small. They do the whole tour and they get here. They're like, nah, <laughs> apparently there's heaps of people coming this year. My girlfriend's telling me, yeah, we've got Harry Styles, Billy oh. Eilish. Oh yeah, there you go. That's all she can remember right now. Russ, Russ is coming. Yeah. So it's, but it's not like, I don't know. You don't get those. I don't know. I don't want to say cool ones because my girlfriend's listening, but <laughs> <laughs> we know what you mean. <laughs> no, that's interesting though. No, I think that, that, that's worthy as the topic for the week. Get, get some uh, perspective. Yo, on a few things. Uh, mm. Jameson just said we got Kanye and Chief Keef in Chicago. Uh, really? What more yeah. do you need from a music scene than Chief Keef though? <laughs> Kanye, eh, you can expect a lot more from a music scene, but Chief Keef. <laughs> Dude, if, if freaking uh, Pat Arnon was in here, he'd kill you. Hey, you know, I'm willing to go hands. <laughs> Kanye hasn't wrote a good album in 10 years. I'm going on record. Pat Arnon. <laughs> Pat Arnon. <gasps> Pat Arnon. I but think you haven't was... heard Kids See Ghosts, so that's not fair. That's a collaborative effort, though. Yeah. I mean, just like a straight-up Kanye album. There hasn't been a good one since My Beautiful Dark Jameson, it's good to hear that you're here. Hi, Jameson. Jameson, you're you're the man. Yeah, Jameson. I thanks hope, thanks I, for tagging along, bro. I hope life's treating you good today, That's for Jameson. you, Jameson. <laughs> yeah, do you see that? That was for you, Jameson. I smacked my mic to do that. <laughs> Yo, Jameson said I won't tell Pat, lol. What if he listens <laughs> to the episode, though? I'm still... 
still incriminating no, myself. No, Pat himself said that he was the more passionate fan, but that Jameson was the loyal one. And my heart's always with the loyal ones out there, all right? Shout out to all my loyal people. You know, you can... Passion? Who cares? You know what? Being loyal through Donda, dude. <laughs> bro, You're a braver man than I. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the hype when Donda was coming out was real. Then Donda came out. Yes. Let me let me be clear. <laughs> yeah, it's same for Life of Pablo. It's the same for Jesus and for Yay. Hey, I'm just saying there's a lot of Let me be clear, there's stuff. a there's a few good tracks on Donda, but not I don't know, the man. The best ones got cut and they uh, had Andre 3000 on. Them. I'm not even a like a deep Kanye fan and that shook me, bro. I was just like, "Oh, man." Ooh. Anyways, what a name to name your album. What what an album to name your after your mom or whatever it is. It's his mom, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, anyway, we're on we're on Ooh. Bob of the Week. We're on Bob of the Week. Bit oh my gosh, round. do I get a start because bit, yeah. Lauren isn't here? Yeah, yeah, a bit of a speed round. I would, I would, I'd take care of it. Let me t- let me say this. You know what? I resent Lauren for taking my Whoa. spot. As first bop. (laughs) That is. Yeah, it's true. Since season uh, zero. Let me just put it this way. Just because we put a new table set up in here doesn't mean you get a break tradition. It feels so weird every time I see myself on the stream. They're like, I'm still used to just my shoulder kind of being in it. (laughs) I know. Uh, We've come come a long way since card table days. Yeah, unfortunately, Aaron didn't get us centered very good, now did he? No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, look, worst things have happened. I was fighting windows. I'm kidding. I was it fighting was, windows. It was literally a joke. I just wanted to make a joke about that centering right there. But let me just say, um, I'm not. I'm. I, I am kidding. I'm not resentful towards Lauren, but I just think it's real screwed up. That's, that's all. <laughs> so let sounds me, still pretty hateful. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, okay, so we went and saw. One of my favorite bands of all time this week, um, Pine Grove. They Is came, that who you were at the other night? Yes. I was trying to place it. I couldn't do it. And yeah. I was like, I can't ask. He's just going to have to tell me. <laughs> yeah, it was Pine Grove. And um, we went, Aaron, Lauren, and I, and one of uh, our brothers went. And oh my gosh, I just loved that show. Those guys are just so awesome. They're great performers, and they really don't write bad songs like i pretty much like every single song they've released they're they're christian minecraft friendly songs so you're saying i can play them on my server yeah yeah yeah. you can okay. play them on, well most of them i don't know he's he swears <laughs> swearing's okay you know Porter what rockwell was a man of god and he killed people <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> you know what you know what before people out there go play this on your christian minecraft server remember that it has swears in it <laughs> hey my Christian Minecraft server will allow you to say those words. I just want to put it out there. You can join. Hit me up for the IP. Yo, Jameson saying Pine Grove is dope. You know what? Amen. I'm glad you feel that way. I love them. Seriously, every project they've released, I've loved them all. Um, honestly, top five artists for me. So it was a dream being able to see them. Uh, Lauren and I just kept hoping, like, please play Skylight. It's this song off this album that uh, two albums ago, actually. But we were just like, please play Skylight. Please play Skylight. Unfortunately, they didn't. Pain. But the whole set was so good. Like, all their picks were great. They actually played everything off the new album, 1111. And um, anyways, my bop is Skylight, just because I love that song. One of their best. The Amperland New York version is 
uh, the superior. Um, but I already put that as the bop and it's already on the playlist. So I'm doing the album version. <laughs> uh, so anyways, skylight pine groves. Amazing. If you haven't heard them, it's basically take Midwest emo and kind of emo in general and squish it together with country and add a few banjos and it's pretty sick. I love it. So, you yeah, know, it was a really good show. Um, for me, yeah, my headspace hasn't been too far away from the actual album for the week. Uh, I every once in a while, there's you know there's a few few bands. It's like I'm always I, I'm a moth flying through the air, and I see a light, and then I just go towards it, and then it zaps me, and then I fall from the sky. It doesn't kill me, and then I uh, have the bravery to begin flying again, and then I find a new lamp. And I've been listening to quite a bit of Smashing Pumpkins. This, Good choice. This happens sometimes. Hell yeah. And uh, so my bop would be Soma. Is that how you say mm-hmm. it? That's a great track. It's a very good one. It's a great album, honestly. Their first, their their early stuff is my favorite. Gish, Siamese Dream, and Melancholy. The next one, Adore, is fantastic as well. And I can never remember the name of the fifth album, but the one that came out in like 2000s also. Also, I did spin that uh, OSI. I can I cannot believe I had never heard that. You'd never heard OSI. Before. I had never heard them, and I have spent oh the time. people under the stairs album. Yeah, yeah, that record's great. No, fantastic. I had a good time with that. Glad well, to hear, but... Jovan. I'm gonna let you go first because I feel wrong not rounding out the show. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, my bop is uh, hit in the ceiling fan by title fight oh man i just had a memory pop up on my facebook the other day from 10 years ago when i ditched my prom to go see rise against and title fight <laughs> i saw oh, title nice. fight five times that year it was so sick <laughs> wait 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 <laughs> did you leave a girl standing no 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 no, no. i said no okay. to the whole thing nice <laughs> <laughs> and then like Later that year, when that album that Jovan's talking about came out, Floral Green, they did a full U.S. tour and they played Mojo's in Ogden and the show got shut down like five minutes, maybe 10 minutes into their set. And so there's video of them playing 27 behind Mojo's in the alley. And it's so many people singing along, you can't even hear them. Dude. I'll send it in the chat. It's sick. No, anyway, yeah, sorry, Jovan, I didn't That's mean to cut sick. you off. but No, I love, I love that. That's a good song. That's a good song, good band. That's me. All right. And then I was driving and I uh, pulled up to a red light and I had my windows down. It's been really nice the last few days. Mm. And uh, I was listening to um, Rosemary by Deftones. And it's a pretty spacey kind of shoegazy song, but there's a real heavy looping guitar riff at the end. And I wasn't paying attention. There was this family of Tongans next to me. And I only know that they were Tongans because they had the Mate Ma'a Tonga sticker on the back means die for Tonga. <laughs> there's a, like three kids in like the middle bench seat and they were all headbanging and smiling and I was like oh that rules and so that's my bop <laughs> Rosemary by Deftones dude nice. I love it nice oh yeah we've had a, a good time good oh my eat. gosh yeah I, I every every season we're gonna try and do one with you Joe Vaughn cause uh, you're you're a lot of fun to talk with ah I'd love to it's always a to. pleasure and uh um also, anybody uh, hearing this, we have a Discord, so uh, join in, drop your tunes. We like just exchanging. Uh, we're, we're small but mighty. I like having um, people that like music around me. Yes. And, um, yeah. 
So for sure, feel we, free to just go in there and throw whatever you want at. We chat, we joke, we hang. You know, we have hot takes. We have hot takes. Yeah. We have cold <laughs> takes. Or the the hottest takes. We so have the far. suckiest takes. The, the, the hottest take has been Jameson is playing Lego Star Wars. That's <laughs> oh a, yeah, that's a pretty hot <laughs> take, dude, dude. That was beyond based. <laughs> anyway. Uh, good to have another uh, week with you all. Sorry we were gone for a few weeks. It's just a bunch of personal stuff that lined up, but we're we're back. So we should be back on the weekly grind. That's the show. Thanks for coming. See you later. Oh, yeah. Wait, no. See you next week. You mean, you mean this? You mean this? See you next week. See you next week. See you next week. See you next week.